are living your story right now in this moment. You know, no two stories are alike. We are all unique. We all have a different lens through which we see the world. We all have something to contribute, to share, to be. That uniqueness takes courage. It's not easy to stand in your truth. It's not easy to let yourself be vulnerable, to be really seen, to be really heard. So many of us hide. So many of us stay hidden. So many of us make the choice to step forward, to own who we are, to own our stories, to share our voice. The tide is turning. We're moving into a space of deeper vulnerability, courage, authenticity, and love. We're moving closer to greater self-love, self-acceptance, honesty, and empowerment. To get there, to get to that space, means we have to authentically share who we are. It means we have to authentically show up as our true selves. The magic is in sharing who you are. The magic is in sharing your story. That's where this series comes in. Own your voice. Love yourself. Stay true to your story. Dive deep into your vulnerability. Shine in your authenticity. Once you do, there's no stopping you. Stay honest. Stay brave. Stay true to who you are. Welcome to Seek the Joy Podcast, the power of storytelling. Hey guys, this is Mai, and I will be sharing my own version of my story. I wanted to start it off with sharing a little bit of why I decided to share it in this way. I always believed that my mind was my enemy, a cluttered mess of all my triggers and ammunition from my past and fear and anxiety for my future. I was afraid of the endless pit of darkness engulfing my sanity, always questioning where the insanity came from. It was just an everyday battle with the negative voices amplified in the confines of my mind. So in a desperate attempt to verbally illustrate this landscape, both the ugly pits and the promising roots of what was happening in my head, I needed to convince myself that my mind was beautiful in its own way and that there weren't any true explanations to do its beauty justice. So I wrote this poem and I turned it into my art. This is called These Stars Are My Words. I create universes in my mind mountains of thoughts, rivers of words, homes of stories. If I could, I'd build an empire inside my head, mapped with fortresses of intentions and gardens of emotions. The weather would season my earth with my unpredictable hopes glowing on some days and faded on others. I'd breathe the kind of nature that harmonizes my visual movement dancing across endless skies. The wind, the seas, they'd mimic my heart's lusts, Raging waves of anger, flourishing jungles of insanity, peaceful villas of empathy, colossal palaces of passion. I'd camouflage my castle's walls with the soils of yesterday's mistakes. I'd hang them like vines of reminders. The stars, the moon, 
They'd follow the hours of my disposition, vow to the words of my ego. My eyes wouldn't be the window to my soul. They'd be the gateway to my galaxy, a direct route to my elusive world. I am never where I am. I am only inside my head. So that was my poem. Um, I did want to end it with a little self-reflection and hopefully anyone listening can relate this with the same insight. I'm learning to be my own best friend and not just from an outside perspective, but also to cherish meaningful inner relationship with my mind for all its little intricacies and flawed moments. And I'm using my art, in this case, my poems, to publicly display this intimate journey out loud in hopes of inspiring others to reflect on their own personal relationship with their minds. We tend to neglect its mindfulness and presence in our lives, but when we hit a low point sometimes and retreat to our conscience for help, our thoughts can easily betray us because we fail to nourish them with love and positivity. When we can invest even a little bit of time in meditation to our minds, then we can find peaceness in our peace in our madness and hope in our universe. So thank you again for listening to my story. It may be a little different from the usual storytelling, but it's still an important one to share for both myself and to those who can relate and care to listen. And thank you, Sydney, for using your platform, your podcast to support the creative community in particularly the area of finding happiness. I'm a lifestyle blogger while integrating the mission of destigmatizing the general misconceptions of mental health and seeking therapy. So if you'd like to follow more of my work, my poems, or just my mission itself, you can find me on Instagram at littlemysunshine. Thank you again and hope you enjoyed this episode of The Power of Storytelling. Belinda Farrell's Story How did it all begin? I'm a big believer in synchronicity. More than 30 years ago, I left an 18-year marriage and began to test my wings in other directions. In my 40s, I felt like a new kid learning how to fly. Tony Robbins was my first teacher, and firewalking was the first exercise. If I could walk on 2,000 degrees of hot coals, then what else could I do that I thought I couldn't? In the back of my mind, I always wanted to drive a race car, yet I couldn't even drive a stick shift. Tony's program teaches the mantra, if I can't, I must, and if I must, I will. So there I was, enrolled in the Bob Bondurant School for High Performance Driving, scared to death I might make a fool of myself. On the contrary, I loved it and found out I had some talent for hitting my mark on the first attempt. After the four days of grueling exercises on the racetrack, I was hired to drive with Buick and Cadillac for two weeks in upstate New York. My stunt car career began and continued for eight years. I also completed 18 firewalks. Could be a metaphor for the 18 years I was married. In the meantime, I was also studying hypnosis and past life regression to find out how people created their fears in hopes that I could help to eliminate them. I had an extreme fear of water. I didn't know how to swim and avoided all water sports, even around my two children. I always volunteered to hold their coat while they played joyfully in the water. The mastery course for hypnosis was held at a hotel on the big island of Hawaii. Here's where all the synchronicity falls into place. I had to face my fear of the water by flying to an island surrounded by water. During a deep breathing exercise, I was overwhelmed with the emergence of dolphins and whales downloading into my psyche. They had never been on my radar before. 
That night, my dreams were filled with dolphins and whales teaching me how to swim. I woke up the next morning with a strong desire to meet these dolphins and whales. But then I would have to go into the water where they lived. The desire to be with them eventually surpassed my fear of the water. A friend of mine, who recently moved to Hawaii to help Joan Ocean with her seminars, agreed to take me out. There are still deep marks on his arms where I dug in for safety. Two bottlenose dolphins met us up close and personal, eye-to-eye downloading information. It's funny how the fear of the water disappeared and only the connection with the dolphin remained important. That was 25 years ago. I've now been taking people to meet and swim with these amazing dolphins for 20 years. Before the dolphins came into my life, I was flying back and forth to Hawaii to take the master's course in hypnosis. Some very spiritual Hawaiians introduced us to an ancient healing system called Huna, which means secrets. These were the secrets of how to heal ourselves. I was fascinated with the forgiveness process called Ho'oponopono, to make right right, which erases the dark perceptions we have around people, events, and things. When we clear ourselves on the inside, we return to present time and feel lighter. It worked. I was feeling so much better and lighter myself and I wanted to learn more. I became a student of the drum and began to learn the ancient Hawaiian chants. After studying Huna for three years, I was faced with my own physical challenge. A severe pain on my left side would not go away and eventually led to full collapse with spinal nerve damage and blown discs. My health insurance dropped me because I could no longer do any stunt driving jobs or modeling on the runway. I was told by surgeons that I would not walk again without surgery. Having been married to a surgeon, I was aware of the failures of back surgery. I thought, what an opportunity to see if these ancient healing techniques would work. If I could clear the pipeline to my higher self, I could send up the desires of having a healthy backup to my higher self, which would heal my physical body. I would feel the joy of climbing trees again while looking at a picture of an aligned spine. I would also keep breathing up past memories for forgiveness and closure. My back did recover within days, and the scoliosis I was born with disappeared as an added bonus. I took an active part in my healing, yet followed a recipe of ancient healing that is available to everyone. It is my joy to share these ancient healing secrets in present time. This is actually only part of my story, but in just that piece, I've learned that I'm far more resilient than I thought I was. Faced with paralysis and no health insurance, I had to trust that the healing tools I learned in Hawaii would be enough to heal myself. I had faith in the higher self to heal the physical body once the negative thought forms could clear the pipeline to the higher self. Passing on this information to others who are motivated to take action with their own healing feeds my soul with gratitude. My biggest dream is that I fulfill my soul's desire to continue to bring love into this world. Small acts of kindness multiply and pays it forward. I'm also grateful that I finally found my dream relationship and feel like I'm living that dream presently. Living in the present moment is key to moving forward with positive energy. Being grateful for even the smallest thought keeps our path clear and our dreams alive. This is Seek the Joy Podcast, the power of storytelling. Join us, share your story. For more information and to get involved, visit SeekTheJoyPodcast.com. This series airs the third week of every month, and make sure to join us for Seek the Joy Tuesday. Until then, thank you for your honesty. Thank you for your bravery. 
Thank you for your joy. Thank you for being here. And thank you for listening. Thank you.